I'll tell you why. We we know why. Agree to disagree. You're wrong. I mean, I'm here for it. I live for it, but I would never do it. Silent but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> it's now and Cal with reality now. Welcome back. Here we are. How are you? You have a big day tomorrow. I do. I have a little interview, a little okay. job interview. <laughs> uh, a little scary. Exciting. Yes, I. I don't know. I like to. S- I'd like to clearly. I feel like she's I'm- nervous. <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that I put off like a good first impression. Yeah. Um, Always important. But I'm just always worried when I like open my mouth. I get that. What what potentially could could come out? Because right. um, I'm also like too honest sometimes. Yeah. Like I feel like it is an endearing quality, but there's mm-hmm. like a time and a place, and I feel like there's like a certain like line you can walk with just being totally real. But well, especially because when it comes to being for the first interview. time. So yeah. it's like, it's hard for me to be like, okay, am I going to be like 100% myself? Am I going to be like 50% of myself? Like what level? 50%. If you're asking for my advice. Be 50%? Yeah. Until you're like situated. But yeah, it's just hard And then for let me. your freak flag raise. Because I feel like when I do my best is like, as far as like answering questions mm-hmm. and just like being verbal is when I can like be my true like authentic self right so like in interviews obviously like a toned down version of that yeah for sure and it's like talking about like like for me like the qualities that someone likes in a like job candidate are like my worst qualities because they're Mm -hmm. like my neurotic qualities (laughs) right so it's like it's hard for me to really like serve that on a platter for people and be like yeah these are all the great things about me that also drive others crazy right Right. You know what I mean? So it's like hard. But so I'm just a little worried and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, as any normal person would be. Do you have any advice? Like job interview advice? Um, yeah. I mean, I've done several interviews. Um, I just want to clarify to people. This is like a career changing. Right. So this is why it's such a big deal and why she's so nervous. And it makes total sense. I've had um, maybe like three big interviews and honestly the best advice that I've gotten has been from my sister only because to me she like she can do no wrong (laughs) yeah and because everything that she does to me it's like gold and she's obviously and she's like such a confident person right and she I mean she's like a no bullshit person so like she can own a room right exactly she's the kind of person that when they have holiday parties which she always invites my dad because she works for a really amazing company that my dad's a big fan of um she's the kind of person that her boss and then some will come up to him and congratulate him for the amazing daughter that he has cute i know she's that person she is yeah but her advice um to me has always been to um to ask a question back to them they ask you your questions they usually always end with do you have any questions for us it's like my worst job interview quality because i'm like no is it over (laughs) right (laughs) like i just wanted to i know same i'm like no bye i'd like for it to end now so no (laughs) is this over (laughs) yeah right that's my question Um, uh yeah you're not hired bye (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly 
I know her favorite question. I hope she does not mind me sharing with our listeners is to ask, what do you like most about your job? I think that that is a great question to ask. Cause I also think that people would never expect it. It would exactly. set you like apart if like, for instance, you're like interviewing with like a group of people. Uh huh. Cause it's, it's not like uber professional and it's not like uber personal. Exactly. Personable either. Like but it meets it also, right in the middle and it causes like you to think. Right. Like the interviewer to think. Exactly. And then Whereas also, like they've just been drilling you the whole time. Exactly. And then also it gives them a sense of like, I want to know what I'm getting into. Yeah. Because like, for me, like the hardest thing is it's like I can only gather so much from a job description exactly. that's sent out in an email. Like exactly. I'm like dreading the question of like, so what areas of the role do you see yourself like doing the best <laughs> right <laughs> and I'm like I don't really understand what my job role is yet so can you so, tell me to be like, determined yeah exactly <laughs> you know I've asked this question um several times um in my interview kind of it kind of gives you an opening into like what it's like working with these people Aside yeah. from just doing the, the job that you're right. interviewing Like for. what types of like relationships yeah. you'll... Exactly. Right I on. think that's great. The only other thing I can give you, which I hate giving you advice that I've never done. Sounds really stupid. But I just came... Save it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just came across this um, this advice, which is the Superman stand. Um, oh, I like a little exercise. A little exercise. I do a holiday too with my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law every year. And... This past one in December, um, they were talking about the Superman pose, and I had no idea what the heck they were talking about. Apparently, they've all been doing this. Didn't even realize they were all doing it. Um, Superman pose. Before you go into a situation like this, an interview, a tough situation, go to the restroom, sit in front of the mirror, outside the door, whatever. Stand in the Superman pose. Take a deep breath. In the lobby. In the (laughs) lobby. In front of the rest of your competitors and show them who's boss. (laughs) Maybe not like that. But it's supposed to just give you a sense of confidence and, like, maybe not, you know, something that that will help you You, calm down a little bit. Okay, so what you're saying is, like, you'll just stand and you'll just stand like Superman. Yes. And it's just like, I got this. Yeah, because you do. You got this. Okay, that's cute. I like that. Hopefully, like, the interviewer or someone's, like, not in the restroom well if come it, out and i'm and just it, like standing like and that. if they are just nod at them and say sup yeah <laughs> yeah but you'll be fine i you'll, you'll no, be, i like I'm that that's a good way fine. of like not taking yourself too seriously For like sure. in the moment because i mean i could definitely use a little bit of that yeah beforehand um, so. well i am confident that you'll do just fine thank Deep you breath. thank number you number one rule breathe yeah <laughs> right yeah so we'll see how it goes You'll do great. Um, in other news, you watched Mexican Dynasty. Yes. Everyone's watching Mexican Dynasty. People right. are loving it. I'm really right. liking what I'm seeing so far. I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. I've been super excited about it. Being Mexican myself and having family in Mexico. <laughs> Something along those lines. Was that good? <laughs> Keep practicing. For, no, I can do it. I'll just be loud. Okay, show me. No. Because she can't. I can. <laughs> I'm just not. Okay. We'll save it for next time. Yes. We'll save um, it for margaritas. Yes. We should do that. We should totally do that. Yeah. Okay. So I've been super excited for this. Um, 
it has not disappointed at all. It's, it's very comical. It really is. So it's basically about three really successful wealthy families, the Allendas, the Besudos, and the Madrasos. Um, I know, girl. Listen to that. <laughs> um, and basically... I like how she's saying that, and I've literally been saying waritos for the soda, like, my whole life, and that's not correct. You've been saying what? Waritos. What is waritos? The soda, but it's haritos? Yeah, I've been saying waritos. Oh, my gosh. I did not realize we're talking about the same thing here. Exactly, because <laughs> my pronunciation's been so bad, like, my whole life. I've been, because like, growing up in Texas, we get the soda from, which family is it? I'm sorry to interrupt you in your synopsis. No, it's totally fine. The besudos? Besudos. So that's... So how do you say the soda? Jarritos. Jarritos. Like Jaime. Because the J in Spanish sounds like an H, but I don't know why I've always called it hot. Jarritos. Um, okay. Well, I'm done. You see? That's okay because mm. now you're, you're starting to say it right. So... Jarritos. Jarritos. I'll never say it wrong again. <laughs> it's not Jarritos. What, does Jarritos mean anything in Spanish? I don't think so. What does Jarritos mean? It means like the clay, um, like canisters, oh, like the okay, you know, okay, like a like basically like a way to carry around this drink. Yeah, like a yeah, like like one of a those vessel things. for us to drink this soda. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Something along those lines. Cute. Let's move forward. <laughs> exactly. So basically, we're just watching their lives. It is absolutely ridiculous in the best way possible. So many housekeepers. Um, I love that we're interviewing the housekeepers. It's That's amazing. hilarious. It is everything. It is everything. They have more security in housekeepers than, than you've ever seen on any housewives. I love that. That one couple, that the entertainment business, like, I don't know who they compared the guy to, but to me, I feel like he's like their Elvis. Oh, Fernando Allende. Allende. Yes. yes. Um, I love that they literally slept until like one o'clock in the afternoon. Every day. That's what they do. <laughs> like That's they wake they up do. for the hurricane drill and they're like, oh, what time is it? Yeah. They're like, the drill is in 20 minutes. And they're like, well, what time is it? And, you're, and they're like, it's 1245. And they're right. like, they look at each other like, we slept till 1245? <laughs> it's like, yes. Well, this is, this is like story of their life. And you haven't watched the second episode, which aired last night. And they're basically um, retired. Right. Um, we watched it yesterday and the daughter-in-law walks in the room and in a rope and the mother-in-law's waking up. She's like, good morning. And it's like 112 <laughs> yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> It's fucking awesome. It's like my dream. <laughs> it's amazing. It's pure comedy. It's hysterical. And I love it the seems fact really that. Cute. It I seems like it's. And uh, um, this isn't an original thought. But people are comparing it to Saws of Sunset. Yes. Because the culture is so different. I was about to like say that. And I the love, families know each other. And the families know each other. Yes. And I was about to say that. It's so funny because you see such a difference between the Mexican culture and what we were used to seeing on like housewives. Americans don't know shit about Mexico. It's okay. <laughs> I have a comment to say about that. I totally agree. Most people think that Mexico is like in the shit. Like it's like I know. fucking love Mexico. But you know the stereotype. I mean, like, of but, what you're it is. <laughs> but you're white. But you're white. No, but you know what the stereotype of, like, Mexico is. And I think it's so funny because I have family who lives in my, and my family is very well off in Mexico. And it's a shit that we see on the housewives. It's my wife's 50th birthday. You get a Mercedes. You get a Mercedes. You get a Mercedes. 
So no, it's not no one's riding their horse. It's not like little poor me. It's like right. no, it's pretty no. fabulous. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Um so it's just fun to see that um just because that's not what people are used to seeing when it comes to like, mm-hmm. you know, Mexico and stuff. Very excited. I think it's going to be like such a fun look like into like a completely different culture of just like wealthy people who are just like right. having a good time. Exactly. No, it's so fun. I would definitely suggest watching and I would definitely suggest sticking around to our podcast and hearing a little more about this. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on. Crocodile, yes. Let's <laughs> move on. So obviously we're going to have to talk about this shit show of a fantasy suite bachelor episode. Like I honestly, I'm sorry. I don't even want to talk about Tasha's date. I just want to go I don't full force into what the point is, to be honest. Because this show's over. Right. This show's over. Mind you, I called this shit. And I'm just saying that because I have to brag. I called this. You were right for the first time and it was oh, the best brrr, time. Not the first time, boom. But okay. yes. A oh, very significant time to <laughs> like you pre- you predicted it. I did, yeah. And I cannot disagree with you because, okay, obviously we're going to have to catch people up. This week on The Bachelor was the Fantasy Suites. We have Tasha, we have Cassie, we have Hannah B. The first Fantasy Suite is with Tasha. You know, let's just get back up in the sky and just do what we do best, which is, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm I can't even talk I can't even talk I know, about there's no it. point about I it I can't even talk okay, about I will, it let me just run right through it helicopter <laughs> beautiful view she's literally filling every single awkward silence with something and doing a great job out of it absolutely out of it. I really think that she's able to hold a conversation I think that yeah it's way better for them to converse than to kiss awkwardly you know sure. like I think that they have something strong I just not I think it says enough, everything obviously. that they don't. Okay. That's the date. They're in a helicopter. Yeah. They do their thing. They go they, to the fantasy suite. They wake up the next no, morning. No, they go to sh- dinner. She keeps having nip slips. Oh, yes. And he's like, oh, I saw that You're right. one. This is the best that she's ever looked, by the way. This is her best look. Yes. I totally agree. That the little jacket, romper. Yes. The romper. Like, mm-hmm. Everything. I thought loved she looked it. cute. I thought loved that it, the dialogue about like the wardrobe malfunctions the was like really cute and natural i thought it was very much setting and up the mood very for the fantasy potential, suite. like and also being a little like promiscuous um no more like calculated well yeah just to kind of like break the ice right you know like oh my boob could slip out here and there like yeah. you know like nothing to be afraid of because these right. are going to come out later hopefully exactly but, um, okay, so they do have their dinner, and this, oh, okay, very important piece of information. I'm glad we talked about this, because not only is it her best outfit, and I think that the dialogue of her nip slips are, like, kind of cute, but she decides of all times to confess that she was a virgin until marriage. She doesn't say marriage. She says with her husband and remember they were like high school sweethearts yeah so basically what she's saying is she's been with one person up until like their recent divorce which was like a year and a half ago which he cheated on 
why are there so many women who were like this season, ironically, that like waited until a certain point? Like, well, I waited until a certain point. Like, bitches, because he's a you guys try out for this show before knowing who The Bachelor is. So it's not like girls are like, oh, my God, I would like, you know, like I I waited too. like what a perfect match. What a perfect scenario. Like, I want to be with a guy that waits too. like, no, you guys are lying. A lot of you guys are lying. I think I do not production's the one that's lying a little bit only because there's been so many instances when the women say when I found out it was you that was going to be the bachelor I knew I had to be on or something along those lines. Then okay, so you're legitimately saying that when we're watching the show and the commercials start and they're like Sign up here to see if you would be eligible to date our next bachelor or bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the next bachelor? Like, the bachelorette hasn't even started yet. Like, well, we don't even know who these candidates are. That like, you pe- just send your application and see what happens. And then when... Exactly. I know, but then they tell you who it is and then you choose yes or no. I'm just saying. Everyone right. except for Hannah B. apparently has waited. That's a joke just because she's, like, the one that's most physical with him. Anyways. Hannah so she G. tells him that... Yeah, sorry. So we basically just transition into the bedroom where Tasha's really hoping for a lot of things to transpire that won't because Colton knows who he wants to lose it to, basically. We get the next morning and Tasha literally admits that she wished that it would have gone further. She's she disappointed. disappointed. You She's can disappointed. Tell. She's doing like the like small talk like the okay. What she does. Yeah. Yes. She talks. Um, he looks happy. They definitely fooled around. He definitely admits. No. Oh my God, you're right. Which he you literally called. said everything that I was saying. I'm experienced. He's like, I've done everything but. Yeah. And I was like, it. okay, yes, there we go. But yeah. it literally sounds like probably never even like got naked in front of each other. I, I think, think that she was around. that. No, I think she was that disappointed. I think that they just made out. Really? He probably just like grabbed her boob. Okay. She probably like pulled her boobs out of the ready shirt. for it and then he was like well <laughs> we've been leading up to all before night. we get that far <laughs> anyways so she's disappointed and you know what we find out why because there's only one other date for fantasy suites cassie obviously we're just gonna get here i don't know any other like i don't want to break it down like i know we have to because this is the first time I'm liking Colton. Same. I cried. He's being himself. He's being goofy. He's saying, like, he's a, he's a cute, funny guy. I didn't see this all season. But, like, the way that he interacts with Cassie, like, the way that yes. they're just, like, going around to the shops. This is what I've been saying. He's like, in love with her. Yeah. And I think it's really cute. And she does a really good job of just going through the motions like I think that for her it feels playful and fresh and it it's still not Mm -hmm. scary for her at this point it just is like yeah like I can have fun in the moment we can have a good time together like like obviously we can like flirt and whatever like we can put octopuses on our head and I can wear this hideous outfit and he still thinks that I'm like super sexy Mm -hmm. you hated that outfit didn't you Mm -hmm. it was awful keep going (laughs) you're like yep you're literally taking the words out of my mouth um and 
then we get to a point where we have to be serious. Yeah. We have to have a serious conversation well, uh, about a relationship. Jesus, yes. And she freaks out. Well, because she finds out for because the first time. Because she can't time, be an actress. She can't. She's blindsided. Well, she finds out for the first time that her dad did not give. No, I know. But permission. what I'm saying is like the whole time that they're hanging out, like it's playful. It's fun. It's easy. Yeah. But then when they sit down and like they have to fully address the fact that they could be getting engaged in two weeks, um, she, she freaks. freaks out. Absolutely. And not only is it just that aspect of the conversation, but, you know, Colton tells her that at the end of her hometown date with her family, Colton's dad did not approve of an engagement at the end. Her dad. And yes, Cassie's dad. And she freaks out she's basically like for me what's happening in her brain in that moment is oh my god someone else has justified me not wanting to be in this relationship Mm -hmm. and not only is it somebody else but it's my dad right um run i almost feel like this is all calculated duh like i'm like because guess who's in town guess who's in portugal (laughs) Cassie's dad, Mr. Randolph, is there. Exactly. To talk to her, you know, right before the evening portion of the day, right before she puts on that that sparkly fucking fuck me dress and the breakup dress, just like Elise. Yep. Just like this is my it's like instead of like the engagement dress, it's like they have like a demise dress or a departure dress. This is definitely a departure look. I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you go dress. It's like she finally got her hair right. She finally got, like, her outfit right. Like, not too trendy. Looked good on her body. Anyways, we're jumping forward. But. No, let's get to it. There's nothing more to it. Yeah, let's just get to it. First of all, it's in, like, the most beautiful hotel room I've ever seen in my life. What a waste. Like, want to live in that room. Yeah, for sure. And. He's so excited. You can see it in his face. He's so excited. He's, He's like, I'm about to lose my virginity. He's obsessed. Like, I love her. This he is, is obsessed. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You poor man. He's obsessed. Yeah. And she basically got all the justification she needed yeah. to break up with him. Exactly. But she can't do it because she's a bitch. I mean, because she wants to be the good girl so that she can be the bachelorette. I can't stand this bitch this is your top runner callie i know and she really best friends she's a good actress (laughs) she's a really good actress she played all of us so good she was on a show before this her sister is dating an actor they're definitely trying to make their round in the hollywood scene they're working so hard they're working so hard you know I just think it's like what we need to start expecting from the cast of these shows at this point. I don't think that the show's ever going to be the same anymore. I think we're always from this point on, especially when it comes to like contestants on The Bachelor, it's going to be hard to find someone who genuinely like wants to go through this process right. and like be in a relationship at the end. Like I really yeah. think that this is the start of like something that will it's never be the same. It's yeah. never going to be the same because no, I agree. I think you're exactly right. Niall sent me a photo of 
Cassie's sister, which mm-hmm. I even said during Hometowns, I thought that she was beautiful. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, why isn't this girl on The she Bachelor? She looks way better in the pictures, Like, though. if her sister was already on a reality show, like, if I were her, I'd have been like, well, you've already been on this reality show. Like, I'm going to go on The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, I'm hot shit. Right. And the fact that she was literally at the Vanity Fair after party and she her was, boyfriend. She was probably there, too, because he's an actor at the Oscars. Her boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she was there with him. Yeah. So, like, you're just seeing, like, a, just, like, like literally, like, two people just trying so hard. Yeah. Actually, the, I don't want to say that about her sister. I don't know anything about her sister. That could have been, like, a natural relationship that now Cassie's trying to kind of get yeah. as well. So, I don't want to talk shit name? about her sister. But my point is, is Cassie played us like a fiddle. She played Colton like a fiddle. And... I swear if she's the bachelorette, it will be like as bad as I wanted to boycott Becca season because I mm-hmm. didn't like her. I didn't like I her. I will have to boycott Cassie season because she is a fake she's and not, a phony. Okay, so she's not gonna be the bachelorette. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, so you already have a prediction. I do. I we do. don't even do we need to even talk about like what happened between them? Very simple. In just two seconds. The rest of the night was, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Cover my face from the camera. Cover, Cover my, my face, face from the, the camera, camera because I can't yep. be a person with a spine and do the right thing. I, like, she, I want exactly. America's sympathy so bad that I can't literally look at him and be like, no, I can't do this. I'm not in love with you. You're not the person for me. Right. Goodbye. Instead, she has to blame it on, like, my dad said that when he met my mom, there was no second guesses. Like, you can't base all of your relationships on that. No. And not to mention, like, especially why can't you... What I wish Colton would have done in this moment, and because I actually feel for Colton for the first time, no, is, I cried. is, listen, we don't have... Like, we can get engaged at the end of this, and we can be engaged for years. Like, JoJo yes. is still engaged. They're not married. No, and you can tell they're happily... Together. They're making like, it work. Like she was like, I went on this it. show. It was great for money. It led me to you, but we both know it's not realistic to get married right, right off the away. bat. So we can be engaged, but basically start dating fresh. And then also and know that this is the end goal. And he could have said that to her. He could have right. been like, you know what? It doesn't have to be. He gave we're her getting that married. option. He said, I am willing to wait for you. I will do what it takes. You need time. Hey, that's fine. We'll just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Let's take our time. I am telling you right now that you are the one, and I'm done. I'm done with the rest of it because I'm – he – remember I told yep. you last week I said, oh, my God, he's going to say he's done. He's going to quit the show because he dumps him. That's exactly what happens. He's saying I'm done because he's literally the one. spilled his guts on yeah. how much he loves her. There's no turning back. There's no way he can right. go back to those to other To get her to girls. stay, you're right. But, okay, yes, what I'm saying is he could have said the right things to make her comfortable, but he didn't. He just basically said, like, no, I mean, like, for the future. Like, we don't have to get married. He we did can- say that. No, what he said was, we can do the, uh, I mean. He said, we don't have to get married. We don't have to get engaged at the end of this. We can take our time. If you want to get to know each other better, we can do that. He put it all on table for her. He's like, I am willing to wait for you. We don't have See, to. Like- I don't remember him saying that. I just remember him being like. You're the one that I see myself with at the end of this. 
every time I'm with other girls, you're who I think about. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else. In this. this competition's over. It ends right now. It's going to like what he says, right. what I was getting from it was he was like, the competition's over. You're the one that I want. We'll do whatever you need to be comfortable. Right. He, but in her mind, obviously, she's not willing to well, do that. He 100% said, we don't have to get engaged if you're not ready for it. See, I was looking for that. He 100% okay. said that. I believe you. And I just, only, I was looking for it. And the problem there, and her excuse the whole time, was, I just don't know if I can ever get there. Yeah. No, you don't love him. Right. You need to say, I don't love you. Here's the thing. You're together for six weeks. You spend those six weeks with all oh, these women. God, that's such a short period. I time. understand. I understand if you don't feel like you're completely in love with someone. That's it. In a six weeks. Six weeks in a scenario like that. I understand if you don't feel like you're a hundred percent in love with them. Here's the difference. It's trusting. Well, at that point, you I should be able to tell. At that point, you should be able to tell. If you could potentially see a future with them, you you see what kind of person he is, you see how he acts, you see his manners, you should get an idea. If this is someone that you can see a future with, someone that you want to raise kids with. The fact that she's still saying, "I don't know if I can ever get there with you," I think if she hadn't seen her dad, I think that she could have gone through with the fantasy. And maybe date. that's why she. But the fact that she's getting seen, there because her dad is so against it. Well, the fact that her dad shows up and saying like, "Hey, if you would have come in like elated." totally about this guy totally happy like a totally like ecstatic said. person you know we would feel differently yeah but she didn't because she doesn't care about him that's exactly what her dad said and the thing is is she's trying to drag this along and like try to seem like she's innocent and that she really just needs to be totally honest and truthful and just be like you know what like basically the way colton was to demi like my feelings aren't going to match yours. Right. Like, there's not a future. I don't have the same feelings for you. Well, here's my prediction. My prediction is he sends the other two homes. He is legitimately he done. Up. Yeah, he breaks up with them for sure. He is. Um, Just Cassie from? is his number one. That is who he's in love with. And I, I it's obvious. He sends the other girls home. They all go back to their homes. Cassie reaches back out to him. And they're together now. She's going to come out tomorrow. Yeah. I or mean, I'm sorry, not it's tomorrow. Either, it's either Next that week. or it's nothing at all. Next week on the finale, they're going to end up coming out and saying that they're together now. It's okay. going to be like an Ari this um, is what's your face sure, situation. Sure, like a total spin. And yeah. Chris is literally saying, like, it's the, unlike anything you've ever seen right. before. And if they weren't together, Cassie would have been at the Women Tell All. Absolutely. Speaking because of because that's what happens. The person that he eliminates, instead of it being Kaylin, like the most recent person he eliminated, she would no, she wouldn't have been. She wouldn't have been there. They always leave. Um, well, no, because this episode this is true. Would they have the been last two. Yes, You're right, exactly. And they would have talked to her. This they would have true. had Cassie on the couch instead of it being Kaylin, the last person. It would have been Cassie, right? But I totally like I I'm. I'm not saying your prediction's the same as mine. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that I don't see any other way. Right. Like, there's no... Okay, first of all, if he has to break up with the other two girls, 
there's no coming back. Absolutely there's a not. reason why Hannah's made it this long and they have not had a real intellectual connection. Agreed. And there's a reason she was so verbal about taking his virginity before the fantasy suite because that's never going to happen. Right. That was obviously editing and production, yes. like playing their role in scripting. So mm-hmm. Hannah G, he's breaking up with you. Tasha, that's going to be a little harder of a breakup. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit more difficult because there was an actual connection. And, and a fantasy suite, too. Yeah. And you saw his face. Like, I don't know if you saw his face on the women tell all. And we'll, we'll get more into the women tell all. We'll see. Um, we might not have time for it. But we have to. But in the women tell all, when Chris looks at him before they show the preview for next week, he says, and obviously you have a really tough time next week. And instead of like being happy at all, like he literally was just sad. So like, I really think next week is like the first half is a breakup. Just like last season, the first half was the engagement. And then the second half was the breaking up with Becca and getting back together with Lauren. Right. So I really think that the first half of next week is the, are the breakups and then either Colton is like totally solo and single or yes, him and Cassie like rekindle. Right. Well, um, you mentioned about, um, Cassie, if, if they're not back together, Cassie being back, um, or being on the woman to all speaking of someone who was not on the woman to all Elise, where was she? Is she our bachelorette? <gasps> oh my god, I just got chills. I did not think about that at all. Yeah. Do you think that's why she's not on I it? would love if she was the bachelorette. Like, can you imagine? I would Oh my god. Like not what? Nelly. Like, like I, I'm <laughs> god i'm freaking out <laughs> like i didn't realize it till like the very end i was like oh my gosh why isn't she there and i was like oh my gosh why isn't she there <laughs> and they didn't say anything, anything about, about it nothing so i feel like if she just wasn't there and if she didn't want to make it because like she hated the show mm-hmm. she hated the process like it's not like she didn't have like a group of friends right she did I, oh my god. Okay, so let me tell you something. I, I have to stalk her Instagram after this. You have like, to. Like how absent is she? Like I am like I'm really holding on to this only because after watching the women tell all, I'm having a really hard time believing that Caitlyn's gonna be the bachelorette. No, no. People have liked her enough, but I think that she really fucked up by calling um can't remember specifically who she called, but calling them a, a stupid bitch. Like, I think she really oh, fucked up. Oh, I see what you're up. talking about. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just get through this really quickly. Um, the women tell all. First of all, um, Nicole, she is very much emotionally um, unstable yeah. based on what I saw. And you're not even I didn't in the even notice until they brought it up during the right. show. But then when they showed all the clips, I was like, Jesus. Not only that, the fact that all the girls were like, she did not bully you. Like, you're, like, making yeah. shit up. And she's, like, okay, next. Well, except for Sydney, who stood up for her. But well, she was she me, was like, when Chris was asking her questions, like, she could not make a point. Like, that's going to be me in my interview tomorrow. No, it's not. <laughs> you're going to stand in the Superman pose and you're going to kill it. Um. Okay. 
So the question we've all been wondering, who the fuck are these girls talking about? Who are the women that Colton has to be aware of? Who's the ones that are like not there for the right reasons? So the record was finally straight. Um, Katie, which is the one who started, I guess, the rumor. Kayla and Cassie. Yeah. Right. She, conversation on the bus. Right. She finally admitted that it was Caitlin and Cassie. They had a conversation on the bus on their way to Singapore. The conversation does seem innocent. I also understand how it could be taken in a bad way, for yeah. sure. Basically, Caitlin and Cassie, they've made a really strong friendship. They've bonded a lot. They've become best friends. The conversation was, okay, we're best friends. What happens when we get down to, like, the last two, the top two, or in their place, the top four? What happens then? What happens to our friendship when we're both technically fighting for the same guy? And what they were saying was, well, hopefully one of us will stay with him and the other one will end up being the bachelorette to mend our heart or to find find that other person. Right. The love that we are, like, looking for. Innocent, right? Here's the funny thing. I have always been Team Kaylin the whole time. Mm-hmm. Tonight, I saw her in a way different light. Tonight, I saw how all the girls were so against her. The fact that the girls were saying, this is the manipulation that Hannah B. has been talking about that Kaylin does. Oh, you think that she was totally, like, playing... I think the so. sympathy. Well, here card. we go. See, I didn't so, get that at all. Well, Katie says, I I told Colton this because I don't feel that someone's ready for the things that he wants marriage. When your interests are clubbing and sliding into Dean's DM. She said Dean? Dean. I didn't hear Dean. Dean. I just I, heard dms nope. and then she clarified later like post bachelorette contestants dms i dean. did not hear dean yep. i hate him she's gross been... so i was like okay you're trying to get into bachelor in paradise to meet dean you're you okay. are working it you're like the, you're doing what you have to do you're mm-hmm. putting your pageant smile on to get where you need to get all i really have to say about this because i don't want to get too much into it, we spend too much time on this Two things that I never expected. One, I love Demi now. Oh, I, yeah. I Represent. know you call this. Represent Dallas. Like, I love Not you. Not Dallas, Red Oak. It's, she's, she is our Dallas person, okay? <laughs> she's, she is our Dallas person. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't claim that, but you can go ahead and do that. By um, the way, Courtney sh- walking up to her in her grandma walk, shoving a pacifier in her mouth. Oh, I was pissed. Can you, like, I, I am proud of her for not, like, for realizing that she was on camera and not doing something. Because that is I was literally pissed. assault. That is. I was pissed. I was, and then the, and then the nerf to say, are you even old enough to be here? Bitch, you're the same age. You're the same age. Demi is annoying in her own right. Like when Hannah B goes up and she likes calling out beast, but you know, like Demi is like a woman's woman. She like builds you up and like makes you feel stronger unless you're on her bad side. If you're on her good side, like she's your best friend and I'm all about that. And honestly, I will say, and I know that we're going over time on this, but 
Hannah B looked amazing. Okay, that was my other thing I was going to say. After watching she Hannah B on the couch. amazing. No, even before she walked no, up. No, I'm not like, ta- even talking about her look. I'm saying yeah. after watching her like on the couch and like no, talking. No, I still don't like I still, I still don't like her. I, I still do. don't like her. I totally do. America's literally being like, we're rooting for Hannah B to, ba- to be the Bachelorette. No, no I no, still no, do no, not no, like no, her. No, no. no, I'm not rooting for her I to be the I still do not like her, but I will say that she looked insane on this tell-all i wish that she would have worn that on getting out of her limo instead of looking so pageanty like she looked yeah i i thought that she looked phenomenal i'm not rooting for her to be the bachelorette no i'm saying this i saw a different side of her and apparently this is a new side of her she did say that going through this journey has completely changed her in the best way and it shows i liked the interview I appreciated it. I do not want her to be my bachelorette. No. But I like that she has realized, like, the type of person that she feels like she has to be. And I'm sure, like, a life of pageantry is pretty traumatizing and is very hard to, like, be your authentic self. Right. And I can feel for her for that. But I'm excited to see her in paradise. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for it. Um, we have to move on. Let's do it. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, what a Let's drill. dig into this mess. We're still in the Bahamas. We've kind of put the conversation out there about, like, what's really going to be kind of dividing the group up for up for the first few episodes. Um, so, Dorit plans like a boating trip like a snorkeling day and invites denise camille lisa renna and i miss is it just the four of them yes it's just the four of them they go on like a little mini yacht and they Mm go snorkeling and it's quote unquote pretty they're all very disappointed there's Um, nothing to see and then Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump decide to go shopping. Yes. And Erica, Jane, and Teddy decide to go golfing. Yeah. We're basically just separating everyone to talk about everything that's happening. And then when we bring everyone together for the Mm -hmm. last dinner, like, is when everything's going to explode. Right. Like, that's what we're setting ourselves up for. Point is... The drama continues with the same old thing that's been happening. We're the not time. getting anything solved. So Lisa calls but Teddy and says, hey, I would like to talk. And, and Teddy's like over the phone. And she goes, no, I'd like to talk in person, like in my room. And she's okay, like, I'll be right there. Right. So she lets Teddy in. As soon as Lisa opens the door, Teddy is ready. Mm-hmm. Teddy is ready to talk about it. But Lisa's like, no, you know, like, this is a sensitive subject. It has to do with Doree. Like, she's getting ready. Like, I would like to just cover everything we need to, mm-hmm. like, in our in my room in private. Right. And, like, Teddy just comes out, like, guns a-blazing. Well, Teddy's the one that says, listen, I want to clear the air before we go to dinner. Like, I don't want to do this during dinner. Sure. But Lisa, she instigated it. She's the one who called her and wanted her to do it. But, yes, Teddy is on the same page. Right. So, um... Lisa starts off, I can't remember exactly what she said, but, you know, she brings it up and, oh, I honestly, this whole situation, like, I'm, I don't have much to say about Lisa just because the whole time I feel like Lisa was feeling so under pressure, like, oh, shit, I'm going down. That's how I felt. I felt like Teddy had so many facts and 
Lisa just started feeling very like, um, almost like this is like this is gonna go down. Like this is the end of it. Like no one's gonna believe me because facts are. See, I feel the opposite because I think that in Lisa's mind is that she's kind of coming into this conversation to like discuss like what you've heard, who you've heard it from, mm-hmm. and like how are we going to figure out like the source of this and then solve it? Like, you know, put the truth out there and then put it behind us. Right. But what's happening is Teddy is basically just like, this is who I heard this from. It's not my fault. I really feel like you're the one who set this up. I'm a victim. I don't want to talk about it. I just want an apology. Cause as soon as she walks into her room, she says, am I here for my apology? Right. And so this is not a normal interaction that Lisa is used, used to. to. Having. Yeah, absolutely. But I really think that Teddy has Lisa Rinna in her ear this entire time. And is just like ready to, I don't even want to say play the game, ready to defend herself above all and above anything. And not even really willing to listen to anything that Lisa Vanderpump has to say. And it's, I honestly think that if Lisa Rinna weren't there, like, orchestrating the whole thing, that Teddy would not be coming from this place. I have to completely disagree because Teddy has shown us in the past that she, um, that she can stand up for herself. And the fact that she can't, she, she's not gonna go by what anybody else says or who they are. And the fact that it was actually Erica that was in her ear right before that. That's a lot to say that it's not just Lisa Renna. It's the fact that there's so many people that she's surrounded by that have gone through the same thing that she's going through now, have played the same game that she's going through. And they're just warning her, hey, she did that to me. You better watch out. And I feel like Erica's right in her interview. LVP completely misjudged her. and She thought she was like picking on like a vulnerable little person that was going to just take it. And the facts are is that Teddy's not going to take it. And I feel like she should have known that because Teddy's been very outspoken um, in the past. She's called Dorita out for being five minutes late. I mean, come on. Someone that calls you out for being five minutes late, you're going to like. Fifteen minutes late. Whatever it was. Fifteen <laughs> minutes late. The one, Someone who calls you out for being just fifteen minutes late. You really think they're not going to like say something about no, you talking about them? No, I agree. I just, I think that this. I think that this situation is so messy. I think that with the receipts that people bring, like, I don't know who to believe. I'm not trying to be super naive and just side with Lisa Vanderpump. I'm really trying not to be that person. Right. But I really think that Lisa Renna has kind of created a multiple housewife, like, machine to try to take her down. And I don't think that this is the time or the place. I think it's really unfair. I think it's different to, you know, like, confront Lisa Vanderpump at a stage where she's, like, willing to accept fault and maybe grow. And maybe there's a point in time where she can listen to this type of, you know, like, friendly, constructive criticism of, like, you know, like we've noticed a pattern in the past because they are showing flashbacks. Like I'm not getting these references because I wasn't watching Beverly Hills then. So I don't know the tabloid thing between Kyle and Brandy and Lisa 
And right. I don't know. I cannot. Well, I was watching, but I can't remember the Lisa Rinna and Lisa Vanderpump thing. But, you know, I just think that this is all like really shitty. I think this is all really shitty timing. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair because as calculated as you might think that Lisa Vanderpump is, she is experiencing extreme loss. And it's I, not I like it's that. natural loss. It was suicide, so it wasn't anything anyone was expecting. I completely and understand. I that. just think that ev I think that Lisa Rinna needs to fucking check herself because it's not like because just imagine if you know Lisa Rinna. Okay, so something vulnerable that she's expressed this season is like her daughter dealing with anorexia. So what if you know Lisa Vanderpump is like showing up at Lisa Rinna's house and is like trying to cook meals? Like, I mean, for her family being like, no, your daughter needs to eat. Like, I know what's best. I know that I need to cook dinners because your daughter needs to eat. It's, like, basically the same thing. I it's mean, like, you're being such a fucked up person. You're going through so much. Like, you don't deserve to grieve. You deserve to realize, like, what you've put people through. Right. And I totally understand that. But it's not like Lisa Renna can't relate her sister died too. Her sister died from an overdose. Her was anybody was an addict, in like, Lisa Rinna's face like six months after that happened? Well, this happened a while back. But the thing is that I feel like Lisa Rinna can relate to it. It's not, I don't think that she's doing it because this is her time to do it. I think it's more of... She can relate to it because she's been through it. But it's literally like they're looking at Lisa Vanderpump like... Ask someone, okay, so if you're saying that she's the manipulative, conniving, you know, like deliberately. Listen, I didn't say this. Going after that last people. Episode. Going after people. Right? If that's what you're saying, then why are you confronting her when she's at her lowest? Why aren't you confronting her? You know, like I think it's a because she's down not, the line. I think it's because she's not letting time waste because Lisa Vanderpump is still making her moves. Like That's I said shitty. last episode, she's still jumping in there. She's still doing what she's always been doing. Why the hell are they going to back down when she's like still acting the same way she always does? They've given her, her the sympathy. They've sent her letters, cards, and whatever the fuck she wants. But she's still being. Yeah, but it's like Lisa instead Vanderpump. of like talking her into going on a trip and like you know like getting out there and like being friends and you know like starting a new relationship with a new housewife like that's what this was about like if you think about it trip wise i understand that and get but that there's nothing has happened in regards to that she made a very good breakthrough with denise no i mean yes as far as that yes i mean as far as like Making it about Denise, it has not happened because this has been revolving all about Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. Yeah, thanks to Lisa Rinna. And she is literally trying to pounce on Lisa Vanderpump while she's down. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is just going to be my mindset. I have never liked Lisa Rinna. I can look at her and they can show clips of her, like, in the club with her legs open, like, scissoring, like, in a skirt and, like, dancing and on top of tables and telling everyone to dance. And, like, I can like that aspect of her but I have never liked her when it comes to being a person on this show and this is just solidifying that for me because I think that she's coming after someone when they are extremely vulnerable because she is weak 
and because she thinks that it's right timing to like get through to other people and i think that it's fucked up i understand that i mean i completely understand where you're coming from i can't say much more than what i've already said but i do think she's milking it and we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this topic yeah for sure let's just move on to vanderpump because we are never gonna agree i don't think so so yeah let's do it Let's get on to a subject where we don't have to agree morally on really anything. All right. So Vanderpump. I love this episode. I cried. I cried too. Okay, guys. Okay. So Tom is starting to realize that, you know, like, the whole wanting kids aspect and like Ariana not wanting that at all is like potentially going to be like a deal breaker for them. Right. Which we've already decided that we thought it would be a deal breaker. For sure. And like probably everybody else. And then, so what happens is Ariana starts to hear that like people are talking about Mm -hmm. their very personal like life choices, like separately for them from them. And what she doesn't like is that people are coming up to her and like apologizing for being like, I'm sorry that if I questioned like your relationship or like anything like that, like she's just kind of like blindsided by everyone just like talking about it and she doesn't want to deal with it. And it's like obviously something that Tom doesn't want to deal with either because he's not going to get the answers that he wants. So they go through like a very hard time this episode of like, really figuring out like what is it that they want right. which is not the first time that we see this but the fact that they are purchasing a home which is a huge deal and like in real time this is like five months prior right it's a huge deal and obviously when you're purchasing a home you're thinking about okay this is a big investment how many bedrooms do i need? how many bedrooms do i need exactly how safe does the house need to be exactly are we going to have kids? Like, this is something that you want to think about. Like, do we have enough room for kids? Like, And for some, you know? like for Tom, it's, like, all he thinks about. Exactly. And for Ariana, it's, like, oh, well, like, where does my bar go? Like, where exactly. does my, like, you know, like, Where's stripper pole go? Like, where does my room where I, like, go down and other girls go? Like, I don't know. Oh. I'm just, like, not sure. Oh. So, like, I don't know. Talk about Tom because it's, like, do we have a baby room or do we have, like, a room where, like, I fuck other girls? I just don't know. As long as there's at least four rooms in the house, we're good to go. (laughs) I'm just, like, tired of Ariana at this point. Like, I'm so sad for Tom because I love him and I think that he always comes with the best intentions and just wants to be a good person and wants to, like, put that for like push that forward onto i just think that he would be such a good dad i think so too his morals his drive his hygiene (laughs) like i just think that he would be such a good dad and And i think that it sucks so badly and i honestly i think ariana would be such a great mom i just don't think that it's fair for him to sacrifice like something as amazing as it is to like be a parent right because he doesn't even know what it's like to be a parent right but he wants it so desperately and it's like for someone who is a parent and who both of us love it so much it's so rewarding it feels so good and it's like the most love you'll ever feel in your life and i feel like tom deserves that 
And I want that for him. And either he's got to convince Ariana of that soon or he has to break that tie, that chain because he's, he's only getting, he's not getting any younger. Right. Now you and I, mean, I he is getting wealthier. So this is at that true. point, he's going to have to be doing like a rand. I mean like, Oh, does she want my money or does she want like my babies? Like, what does she want? I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think she cares for his money to be honest. Now you, I'm and not I, talking about Ariana. I'm talking about a random. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Now you and I have had a deep conversation before about people who don't want kids. Well, we both know we are very close to people who exactly. don't want children. You and, and we I, have children. You and I both have like our best friends, basically. Yeah. Who <laughs> will never have Cal, kids. Cal and I are so fortunate enough that our both of our best friends don't want kids. Yeah. If people don't want children, I would never want to wish that on them. Right. Absolutely. I would never want anyone who doesn't want to have kids to have to yes raise, be responsible right. for children because it's it's, it's not fair to them and it's, it's not, not fair to the, the kids. Kid. Absolutely. Because you're literally just setting yourself up for failure Absolutely. and setting yourself up for a child who is needing, wanting so much more than they're ever going to get. Absolutely. And I think that that is just the most selfish thing that anyone could want from another person right. who's being so open and honest and up front with saying that that's the last thing that they exactly. want. Exactly. And if someone's telling you that, like Ariana, she has expressed this. You know what? No, because I don't think that she's being clear. She is either like, it makes me cringe. I could adopt. I could like she's she is not black and white in this. She's I mean, not. She has literally said like absolutely not. I sometimes think about it or I can see myself adopting. That is right. not black and white. That is hard for Tom. Because I think what Tom wants is Especially in this episode where she's saying, like, in 10 years, you know, like, maybe I, maybe we can even, you know, like, touch on the point. And he's like, well, 10 years and you're saying that's us, like, you're saying there's a chance. That right. is so sad. It's pathetic, to be honest. To be like, oh, in 10 years we could potentially talk about it and there could be, like, potentially a chance you know like ariana needs to basically be like cassie and fucking come to terms with how she really feels and tell tom now yeah i think that she likes this setup with vanderpump rules because the way that she talks to him the way that she treats him is so mean I feel like that's what he's used to. That's how Kristen was. No, with. and like that's why he's like, don't bring it up to Ariana, and like the way he's saying it to his I friends. Think and it's because like he you sees see her the way such she a reacts. Goddess. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're so fucking stupid. If you think that I'm ever gonna budge on this subject, I and get like, that. But I she's like, being a bitch. But at the same time, it's like she's telling him straight up how she feels. She has been telling him this since day one. Day one. We've talked okay. about this already. She's been telling him this since 
seven years one. is enough time to try to penetrate that hard exterior. Exactly. At this point, if you're thinking about exactly. adding 10 years to that, no, you are insane. insane. Absolutely. And this is why you and I agreed a couple episodes back. This is going to, well, a lot of episodes back. That you we and go back and forth. Right. That, that this was going to be a complete deal breaker. It is a deal breaker. There's no way. Like, she is. You don't make someone have kids that doesn't want to have kids absolutely not and then the thing about this episode is he describes a situation where he could adopt a baby into where he could raise it totally on his own right and she could be there when she wanted to be there and when she didn't want to be there right and it's like you are gonna fall out of love with her absolutely that is gonna be the biggest turnoff for you if you are so obsessed with your child if you're adopting a child you're going to be so obsessed, so dedicated, so willing to do absolutely everything. And you just think that your significant other can like be a floor above and like sit and just like yep. do what the fuck ever. And you're going to no. be okay with that. That is not realistic. N- not at all. And I will say it right now. When you have a child, whether it's yours from birth, whether it's surrogate, whether it's adopted, you fall in love with that child. And in a way, your child does become your number one. Especially you if just like look little. down at an in- innocent little bean and like you're the one who's in charge of like molding they that person. They depend on you. Absolutely. I have had numerous talks and with my kids lately about this. And that's going to be a huge turn off from Tom to Ariana. Like he'll yes. be down there, you know, like nursing that baby every single night. Like nursing with a bottle, obviously. Right. Unless, I mean, Tom could breastfeed. Who knows? <laughs> like that, it's possible. Um, <laughs> but like you know, nursing that baby every night and falling in love with it every single night. And he'll go up to Ariana and he'll be like, I just don't see how you can't like love this little tiny human. Like it's innocent, vulnerable, depending on everything that we do. Like, how can you not love that? And for her, she'll be like, I'm literally going to go in the bathroom and like throw up. Like, that's what she'll say. Right. And they won't last. Absolutely not. They will not last. It's a deal breaker, and we've agreed to it, and, I, and I'm still sticking to that. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. It's literally Cassie and Colton. Yeah, absolutely. They're just having to buy a house together and have been together for seven years. Right, and I think it's bullshit. Um, My really close friend that doesn't want to have kids, she described it to me perfectly. She says her love tank is full, and she doesn't have enough room for to care or to worry about someone else especially a child that much and i'm like kudos to you for acknowledging that that is extremely like respectable and admirable for someone to know that enough because you have to be willing to give it your entire everything this is legitimately a 24-hour paranoia game like you are constantly worrying about these children are they sick? Are they okay? Why is he are con- they sleeping? Did are they, they sleeping? Die? Did, exactly. It's really quiet in there is all of a sudden. Did like, they die? Exactly. Are they still breathing? It's I'm too like, I'm 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 too scared to get up and like make a noise to see if they're exactly. not dead. I'm not gonna flush the <laughs> toilet because I flush the toilet. What if one of them wakes yeah, up? Yeah. What if they wake up? Exactly. That's what we'll do. Like, what the hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> like, they're acting strange. Are they sick or is something going wrong in their life? Did they did they like do something wrong at school? Why are they not eating? Like, what, what? what is going on? It's so much. And I would never, ever wish 
a child on my friends that never want children. Absolutely. Because that is torture. Yes. And more than anything, for the child. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, fuck you for being dead inside and not wanting a child a part of your right. life. Like, you're crazy. But for the child at stake, like... they didn't ask to come Like, I hate here. more like, than anything when someone's like, I never want to be a mom. And someone's like, I can't wait until the day that you find out you were pregnant. And it's exactly. like, no, that would be the worst possible thing that could ever happen. Yes. Like, this child is never going to be loved the way that it should be. I agree. I totally agree. I absolutely agree. So yes, deal so breaker speaking for sure. about children who should be loved the way that they should be, mm-hmm. I think a perfect example of this person is Bo. <sighs> I think Bo has been touched by angels. He and is heaven sent. He. Can I, I just say that <laughs> I watch Watch What Happens Live, and I haven't really been I didn't watching watch it yet. Well, let me with Stassi and Katie. Yes, okay. and I'm going to talk about this, and I'm not going to take long. I'm only going to make one point about this, and then we'll move on to Bo and Stassi because this is amazing, guys. I shed tears. I'm not even kidding. I was bawling. So on Watch What Happens Live, a question came in and was like, "Who do you think is the first to have kids?" And Stassi goes, "Me." She's like, I'm the one that's going to end up getting pregnant before I get married. Yes. Oh, my God. I just got chills. <laughs> yes. And I was like, so, sister. God. Keep watch of her not drinking. She has been dying for kids. When she was dating Patrick and they moved in together, she's like, this is going to be the nursery. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And now that she's with someone who she's, like, obsessed with in the best way possible, and he is kisses the floor that she walks on like like it's it it's happening i'm calling it he's been raised by the most amazing fucking goddess ever yeah she yeah i don't think stassi could have hit the jackpot more it is incredible and the even her friends have hit like the fucking jackpot and the fact that she met him through her friends and they showed him her instagram kismet they showed him her instagram and he said nah when he saw her pictures he said no but you saw that his mom today was like bo does not choose women based on On their their looks exactly that's what i'm saying i think it's crazy how gorgeous you are and that's exactly what i'm saying how much he like connects with your soul that is exactly exactly what i'm saying the fact that he saw how gorgeous she was and he was like "Uh uh-uh but when he met her he was like i'm all in that speaks volumes i love him i know i know he's everything him wearing his backstroke shirt did you notice that the pattern on his shirt were like people backstroking no the the button up one when they were like at at lunch like at the like yeah the mom thing i would love to talk about southern charm because this is very like reminiscent of a scene on southern charm because it was like on a dock and i just i can't go into like major detail because i can't remember a lot because it was a huge like emotional blur for me because i was literally watching tv through like teary eyes like i couldn't even contain myself it was so sweet and you guys so happy for stassi i am like so happy for stassi i'm sitting there with my boyfriend and he's like 
he's agreeing that their relationship is so good. And I'm like, yeah, because he can look at like, and it's not even that he can tone down her crazy. Like he accepts her crazy, how crazy she is and is able to dissect it and to really figure out like what's bothering her and like, also like what can bring out the best in her in that situation and i just think that she hit the relationship jackpot i totally agree and i love him and like even when he walks away and like she's trying to like talk and have like a grown-up conversation with his mom and like she's literally doing everything she can but like they have a moment and like I'm so proud of Stassi. And both like, interview when he listens when he listens to the recording. Yes, he's like, "This is what I got." And he's like, "He's like, I've never listened one. to this till now." They are getting engaged. They. Are, I was gonna say, okay, they are getting engaged. That was her approval. Yes, I give you your my hand, or like I give you my that blessing. Was, that was her hometown. That was her. Yes. That was her hometown. We just high fived in like the worst way possible because we it can't sucks. reach each other We're too far away. But <laughs> that was her home. <laughs> One more time. God go. damn it, Dad. That was Stassi's hometown. Yes. How ironic. <laughs> it was. It was I everything. Cried. I it did was too. So good. I know. It was so good. I'm so oh. happy for her. Every person should strive for this relationship. Like, Stassi is the craziest person. Like, something that's super cool is one of my best friends who lives in Chicago, who is, like, the <laughs> last person to watch reality TV, Yes, is when we talked last week on the phone, she's like, Callie, you're never going to believe this, but I watch Vanderpump Rules now. And I was like, shut up. You started from the beginning, right? And she goes, oh, absolutely. And I go, yes this is my dream and so like i love being able to like go back and forth like i'm loving that she's seeing stassi like she has no idea like who stassi can be right now like i love that is so fun i love that my friend is like what like she literally messaged me two days ago and she was like sheena's wedding and i was like oh my god her crop top oh my god her nails Oh, my God, everything. And oh, my then, God, I forgot she was married at one point. <laughs> right. And then I think another thing that I said was, um, I can't even remember. But, like, having someone brand new, like, be able to experience this, like, roller coaster of, like, Stassi. Yes. Because what I was telling my boyfriend earlier today was, it was like, she has grown so, so much. much absolutely like not and only, she's like the youngest one and in the it's group not even too Bo is like changing her she's just like Maturing. realizing when only is she getting older she's getting older but she's also in this relationship where like she's allowed to be her craziest person but like he's gonna get it and he's gonna like figure out a way to dissect it and figure out a way to like get to the bottom of like what's really fucking with her Right. And I just, I'm just, like, I think it would be so cool to, like, watch this so quickly. To see someone, like, very quickly change. Whereas, like, for all of us as viewers, it's been, like, years in the making. Right. So, like, for someone to be able to watch Stassi in a year from 2013. Absolutely. To 2019 with her relationship with Bo is, like, where I'm getting at. 
I'm sure that that like is so cool. No, totally, a hundred percent. Whereas just like waiting and seeing, like, oh my god, who's she gonna be with next? Oh my god, is she gonna take Jacks back? Oh my god, is she gonna take Patrick back? Like, is she gonna be friends with Katie again? Like, it takes so long to figure it out. But like, I'm sure like seeing the progression with one person and their love life and even friendships and like mm-hmm. just significant relationships is right. very inspiring. Right. No, she's definitely made an improvement, like, in general, like, in life. Like, she's, I'm just, I'm so she's excited. Changed. I'm so excited, she's changed. for sure. Um, speaking of one romantic relationship to another, Lala's story about meeting <laughs> Leanne. <laughs> like, let's talk about an amazing relationship, and then let's just kind of, like, we have to fit it in. Another amazing relationship, right? I really want... Okay, so I'm really liking Lala. I'm loving Lala for her authentic self. I'm loving Lala for her looks. I'm loving Lala for how naturally beautiful she is. I agree. I'm here for it. Let's stop talking about how much dick you suck for your lifestyle. Like a little class. Please. A little bit. Please. Like I get the humor. Like I think fitting a little bit of that in there because like let's be real. Mm -hmm. You don't have a very like conventional relationship with this person you know it didn't necessarily happen like when you're in love you literally said that you banged on the The first first night and then you got a range over the the next next day day. so so let's just add a little bit like let's just be a little bit more classy please i'm gonna break it down really quick because because i like you i like you lala like it's taken me a long time to get here Right. And I like that you add like this comedic factor of like being real and being sexual and sure. being a woman and everything like that. Right. But like, let's do it with like a little bit of like a, I don't know, like I don't even know how exactly to say it, but just like a fine line of class. No, please. I totally understand that. Um, I am going to break it down really quick though, because I think, I think I just have to. So basically, Stassi and Lala are at the hair salon getting ready for the bro premiere. Stassi asks Lala, so when did you and Randall start getting serious? Lala was very honest, no surprise there. She tells her the whole story, basically the whole story of how they met and how they got where they are now. So Ran actually saw her at Sir, where he was hosting a meeting for the bro. I'm so happy you paid attention and that you're clearing this up. Yeah. So he was hosting a meeting for The Rogue, the movie that she stars in. At The Sir. Rogue. Rogue. R-O-W. Like the sorority Rogue. Rogue. Exactly. Okay. Um, at, he was hosting it at Sir. He saw Lala. He sent his assistant to ask if she was an actress. She seems like she's DTF. Lala. Yeah, like that's what Rain was saying. Oh, okay. I was she like, seems DTF. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, that's what he was thinking. So he sent his assistant to go ask, are you, if she's an actress? Lala, of course, responds. Of course. Look at my Instagram. She says, look at my Instagram. <laughs> if you look at her Instagram at that time, it's like her ass on every picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bare ass, mind mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um. The next day, she received a message. She had a message on her phone saying that she had an audition for a movie. Which is like, what the fuck? I didn't even, like, ask for an audition for me. But sure, I'll take it. Why not? We're in L.A., right? Yeah, like you didn't go through my publicist or Right, exactly. Anything. Yeah. Um, 
She goes to the audition. They hang out. They bang. The next day, she gets well, a ranger. Do you remember over. her words? What part? Just like when she describes that night. Oh, she just said we hung the first night. We hung out, and and then she said, but like she said physically. Yes. Yeah, she made like the motion. Like the dick sucking. Like motion. we hung out. Right. Like dick sucking. And she says straight up, she said, and we had sex the first night. The next day I had a ring thrower. Here's the thing. Saucy says, do you have like a magical vagina or something? I have friends that have magical vaginas. I was but they are say, not posting up with Range Rovers. I was going to say, you and I just had to talk they about this last weekend. They just have like male followers like for days. You and I just had to talk about this last weekend about magical vaginas. You were mentioning that you have like friends with magical okay, vaginas. Okay, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have friends that have magical vaginas. And I said, it's not always about the vagina. It's sometimes... It can be about the personality. <laughs> sometimes it's about the vagina. I feel like a lot of times it's about the vagina. But sometimes, but like, sometimes with Lala, it. it's, like, all that she, like, gives herself credit for. And it's sad. But I, th- but I think it's also, it is sad. But I think also with her specifically, she has a lot of confidence. And I feel like that speaks for itself. I don't think that you're confident if you constantly have to talk about like the sexual connotations that you have to go through to like be successful that's not confidence that makes total sense that's like saying i'm confident in what i have to give and what i have to give is slow jobs (laughs) no i totally understand that i don't even want to get into the kristen thing because i feel like that's gonna be next week to be honest I i don't really care about it I feel like Kristen kind of sets herself up for this kind of situation. I just don't care about Kristen. I don't either, to be honest. And the whole time that I was, like, making my notes about Kristen, I kept saying Danielle from Houses of Jersey. Oh, my God. Because she is her. No, that's exactly. I was like, oh, my gosh, why the fuck do I keep saying Danielle? I'm like, it's not Danielle. It's Kristen. Um, point is, she sets herself up. The fact that her boyfriend took her complete wallet with Aideen everything on vacation, that shows you the kind of relationship that they have. She lets it happen. No, 100, 100%. And, yeah, I just, I'm, I, I don't have any energy to talk about Kristen and Carter right now. No, I, I'm, I'm on the same page. Next week. Next week, we will be concluding the, hopefully, the Lisa Vanderpump, Teddy Mellencamp. It's John, not going to end. It's never going to end. It's never going to end because this is, you guys, this is how sad we are. This is our storyline. This is our drama in the storyline for Beverly Hills for a little bit. I agree. Bachelor next week. Yes. He's going to be breaking up with Tasha and Hannah. Yes. It's happening. Will him and Cassie get back together? And is we Elise do not know. our new bachelorette? Is Elise our new bachelorette? I think Find that out. you really threw something out there that I was not expecting. Like, I noticed she wasn't there, and I didn't think anything of it. You know she wasn't busy with, like, her makeup That gigs. is oh my god like Niley has struck gold like that is insane I think I'm psychic I've been I, calling this out for a while guys no, you're not psychic because your lineup kind of sucked but oh maybe because you're better maybe because you're seeing the big picture you know what I mean like there's a little difference okay like I could just have like minimal whatever fuck it <laughs> good night you guys 
We're out of here. We're out. Bye. 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>